This is episode 338 of Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will the Shoveler Hegwood. And today, I'm joined by Marcel. The Bears still suck. Manzano. They're winning, but they'll find a way to lose. <laughs> uh, Ryan, never too late to break bad. Stan Zuski. Yeah, there's this one show uh, called Breaking Bad. I've never seen anything. Uh, or no, I've never seen a single episode. And that has now been broken as I'm in the beginning of season two. Me and my wife started watching it. Netflix, good times. All right, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Gotcha. Yeah, spoiler-free no spoilers. Spoiler cast. Yeah, I've, I've, avoided, <laughs> I've avoided Breaking Bad spoilers. Not on purpose, just like I don't have a lot of friends that watch Breaking Bad and then we'll talk about it. I'm pretty sure they've watched it. They just haven't like... They talked about it's not like it Game of Thrones ago. level where they're like, hey, this thing happened, right? So. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been out for a while, so no worries there. We also have James Scaredy Company. Ritter. Uh, yeah, we played uh, some Lethal Company over the past week. Uh, definitely recommend for a spooky time. Uh, and I, I laughed so hard I made myself sick. You so hurt yourself, huh? laughing. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hurt myself laughing. So, so I, I saw a clip on Twitter that made me laugh harder than I've had in a while. I've never played the game. But I watched someone like drop a ladder on someone and made a hilarious bonk noise, and the guy yeah. died. It was yeah. really funny. I was yeah, like, "Is this the normal shenanigans of this game?" Yeah, and apparently, yeah, that's a yes. Yeah, the normal <laughs> shenanigans is just watching how your teammates perish and then laughing at them. Uh, there's yeah. like a, or... a there's like a death chat, like uh, like a lobby <laughs> for people who've already died, and you get to watch okay. and listen to you get to watch it and listen to people just like rummage around in the dark. Hoping that they're yeah, nearby, but you're you're all just watching them in the it's, it's on it, like it sounds like a similar one of my favorite video game memories. It sounds on a similar level of like for people who recall the game Left for Dead, um, mm-hmm. there was an enemy called the Tank, and they're big, bulky, like basically like a zombie Hulk. Let's put it that way, and it showed up, and like most of us are just running towards the safe house in Left for Dead. And I'm already down, and I'm watching my friend just limping away with one health, just trying to get into the safe house. He's almost there. The tank slams down and sends a trash can soaring across the like the the the, the, the room, and just cleans this guy off the face of the earth. It went so hard. It, the trash can went so hard, hit him, and I was I was dying laughing for like because <laughs> just this flying trash can hit my friend and knocked him out. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, the the, the laughter gets rid of the scary tension of being alone yeah. in the dark, uh, with a, like a dead walkie-talkie just holding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's got a like, thirty we, seconds we, of battery, and your walkie-talkie is out, and you just don't know how to get back to the ship. It's uh, it oddly yeah. sounds like way more fun to already be dead watching someone else go through stuff and than to be the last person. Wa- watching yourself <laughs> fall into a chasm and then watching three other people fall into the same chasm is. <laughs> Pretty funny. You're like, Pretty funny. you're like trying to yell through the through the ether. Don't don't go down that hallway. There's <laughs> there's monsters. Watch out for the hole. Yeah. yeah. So pretty fun. Uh, I uh, I don't know how much more we'll play of it, but it's it's pretty fun. I had a lot, uh, with four players, very enjoyable. 
Anyways. Yeah. Uh, let's Before we get to our main topic, the French World Open Qualifier, i got to talk about the most important people to GSP, and that's our Patreons. That's what makes the whole thing happen. Uh, they get access to Discord or uh, to Patreon-only channels in our Discord, and Dion just posted shareable art from our past projects. Uh, so to find out more, patreon.com slash gold squadron. Um, but let's pull up some French Open, French World Open qualifier stats here. Let me switch my screen here. There we go. Want to show off the beautiful arrangement of uh, nations competing in this. Um, but Longshanks doesn't do it for us. So we're going to quickly move out of there. But big congratulations to all these players that had made cut. Uh, they even have a bracket on challenge. Uh, that's why they don't have the finals in Longshanks, if you had investigated it yourself. Uh, but yeah, very exciting there. Best place, though, is going to be List Fortress. We, we love that List Fortress. So let's take a look at the winner here. La Chancellor pulls off the victory, comes in uh, with a Republic no. squad. Oh, no. No. He's stopped Swiss. He stopped Swiss. Yeah. I was like, why is there cut only eight? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Fooled again. Neil, I was like, that's not what the bracket said. Uh, <laughs> 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 Niels Voss actually uh, comes in. Big congratulations. Takes the win over Sith Taker Tim. A Republic on Republic matchup in the finals here. Uh, James, we want to start with the winning list here. Niels Voss. Uh, yeah, it looks like it is going to be just the, uh, normal, uh, Anakin, Padme, and three arc list. I don't see anything in there out of the ordinary, uh, because the only, only ship in there that's not a standardized loadout is Padme, and it's just rocking the passive marksman proton torpedoes, and a known quantity of a list, and, uh, still a deadly one. Uh, yeah, I mean, that Padme has been the silver bullet, people think, uh, against bombers, Han, uh, other uh, other Republic squads as well. So, no surprise to see it in the top spot there. Yeah. Ryan, what about yeah, us? It does, it does well into a lot of different lists. It, it, it does. It doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Uh, the weakness is flying Anakin well, and Padme too. Uh, they're not easy ships yeah. to fly. Um, yeah, also, three fair. medium bases at the same time. Also, not easy to fly. Also, three medium bases, yeah. <laughs> so, there's also, a yeah, learning Three curve. medium bases, all at different initiative. Have fun. All yeah. at different initiatives. Yeah. And Padme yeah. wants to go three speed moves. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. It's not It's not a throw down and win, win a tournament kind yeah. of list. You do got to yeah. get some practice. It is. Reps, yeah. It, it is not a net look like, oh, it's like, oh, that, I heard that's good. Let me just take that to the next event. You definitely should be practicing this for, I would probably say, at least five games to get an understanding of what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I'd hope everyone practices at least five games with all their lists before they take it to an event. Well, I mean, like some, <laughs> some, some some lists you can just kind of like, like five, five X, like. 
Oh, yeah. so you think there's less skill in using 5X, eh? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say ob- objectively, yes. There, there. I think the skill ceiling is higher, but the skill floor is also like, or I, I always say it the wrong way around, but it's a lot easier, I would say, personally, it's a lot easier to fly 5X or 4X and plus whatever, 3X plus whatever, than three arcs, a uh, Naboo, and an Ada. Right. But I think your like, total is capped out. I think it's higher with the... Because uh, if suddenly the 5X. millions of Resistance players cried out in terror and they were suddenly angry <laughs> at James. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 we, I talked about it at length in, in one of my uh, store champs that we had uh, last weekend. And... Uh, or two weekends ago, and they were like, "Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not super hard to fly, but it's a, uh, it. There's a lot of triggers. That's the thing." Right. Uh, yeah. Between all of the abilities, plus your all your upgrades that are all on the max. Yeah. Ast- what astromax on who? Uh, yeah, on of, who? Though, yeah. Speaking of weird astromax places, uh, we're gonna take a look at Sith Taker Tim's here. Pretty much the same thing. Oddball Jag Wolf, as you do. Uh, the the standard loadouts. This one brings Padme with passive sensors, plasma, and with those extra six points, puts them into R2-D2 on Padme. R2-D2 is deplete for shield, uh, repair a damage card, or pick up a device, if I'm not mistaken. Just like it is on uh, the the Ada Anakin, but Sith yep. Taker Tim here brought Luminara. I know one of James's favorites here with Patience R four P seventeen. You should try that P seventeen uh, and calibrated laser targeting. So this is a, a still a CLT Jedi, but the combination of Luminara's ability. So when you attack someone at range two of Luminara, she can spend her force. To change one of your hits into a eyeball, or I think it's a crit to hit too, right? You can take out crits out of the pool. Yeah, you can, but but it's you, you modify it before your opponent, so there's not a lot of chances to do it. But yeah, right. It would have to be like a naturally rolled crit. Your opponent doesn't have any mods. It's like a one agility crate carrier, right? You start getting real desperate to try to hold on to that crate. Maybe you would reduce the yeah. crit to hit. But the mo the big thing here is though. That you're generating more eyeballs for Padme. Um, and it works uh, very good for these one agility ships. Where you just prevent their modification. It really just works as like... You're almost... It's the equivalent of throwing an evade. Or really just throwing a reinforce to one of these uh, ships. Because they get to essentially add an evade onto whatever they rolled. You guys look uh, crazy. So you yeah, know, it, it's, yeah, it, it's it's like it's it's also like just like canceling one of their dice. Um, yeah, sure. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, which I, to me, that's the equivalent of a reinforce. So it becomes yeah. pretty powerful, especially when your opponents relying on focus tokens to convert a lot of eyeballs, uh, things like that, where they have very limited mods. Uh, the Luminara. Plus, I mean, turns out you're an I four Jedi. 
uh, with all the fix-ins of getting range one four dice attacks, double reposition, double force, action with R4 P17, you're doing actions while you K turn as well, so you can get that focus uh, before you um, fire, like a calibrated laser targeting on a K turn. So pretty interesting that Luminara James makes the top table here. Yeah. I think uh, it is interesting that uh <clears throat> I mean the big thing with Luminar is that the enemy ship shooting at your friend can't have him in bullseye. And you would think with a lot of medium bases that the bullseyes actually become kind of easy. But James, in your experience using Luminara in a triple arc list, does that mess with things like uh whether it's forcing people to look at you more, meaning they're more likely to joust you, meaning that's what you want, or is it that uh, maybe it's not easy to get a combination of guns to all get bullseye. So then it's like split fire or deal with Padme Lumi combination with some of your ships, but not all. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of the times I end up having to, and I, I think to, I guess, start start right back where you're saying, it does kind of force your opponent into the joust, which is exactly what you want. You want them to be shooting all of, you know, all of their ships against all of your ships because you'll win that fight every time. Especially with like the three, uh, the three three die attacks from Oddball Jag Wolf, and pa Padme's uh, plasma torpedo has a pretty good chance of just taking something off the board, period. And L Luminara's may may get a CLT, probably not, on that first engage. Um, and Luminara, uh, also providing a little bit of uh, just extra protection where maybe. Uh, maybe one of their enemy ships has bullseye on the thing that the arc that they want to kill that turn, but the rest of them don't. And if if they're in Padme's arc and you Luminara one of their hits with focus, and they already had another focus in the pool, then you've essentially just killed that die. So it really can take a lot, like a big hit down to nothing, very quickly. pretty powerful there um to get the a different jedi <clears throat> one we we're very familiar with here at gsp because james runs it all the time but uh one probably not seen uh very often uh we got another republic list still to go sergio sergio sanchez uh, brings a six ship squad marcel you want to take a look at this Six ship Sergio Sanchez squad. Looking for the buttons, I got like 15 screens open. Uh, so it's Sergio Sanchez. Uh, well, first of all, this is the French World Open. We've got Netherlands, uh, uh, what is it? Netherlands, England, and Spain. Mm -hmm. So, uh, way to go there, France. Uh, let's see. So Sergio Sanchez. Wait. Sure is this, up next, right? But... <laughs> huh? Yeah, Sergio. Oh yeah, Sergio and... Sanchez. No, I just. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a republic kind of world, I guess. It's uh, another republic. It is Anakin Skywalker with um, well, it's the Siege of Coruscant, uh, Skywalker, Oddball, Wolf. Uh, the difference is there is no 
Jag, and instead you hit Contrail, Kickback, and Slider. Uh, so he went for initiative six, five, 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 four, four. So he went with the high initiative um, options as well and just throwing an extra ship on there. So it's a uh, six ship list. Um, yeah, so it's a six ship list and it's four out of those six ships are I-5 or higher. And Wolf and Slider are, are both um, kind of just cleaning up however he did go with dedicated on slider i think that's interesting but with six ships i, I usually see lone wolf but with six ships there's less opportunity for lone wolf um also you have more ships that have more than one agility and therefore you have more opportunities to use the dedicated so that, that makes sense as well uh getting that dedicated working for kickback contrail you also have uh, more dedicated you have four dedicateds in there, or uh, four uh, dedicated, not dedicated. I'm sorry. Uh, born born for, this. for this. Born for this. Yeah, I was trying to find the dedicated. So I'm like, I don't yeah. see dedicated. <laughs> yeah, you have four uh, this, which can only affect focus results. So maybe oh, no, uh, that extra dedicated in there isn't isn't click or that contrail is customizable. It's got a shield upgrade. Oh, it is, it is customizable. I'm sorry. It's got a shield upgrade, so you could you could go a dedicated contrail, but I don't know if you want to. Take a strain on uh, your contrail. Well, you can't because there's four points for the dedicated or for the uh, born for this. The sock. Uh, um, that makes sense. What are they? It is Beavers. interesting that the contrail taking shield, besh, and R4P astromech. I uh, like yeah, the R4P. Yeah, you go for Everybody likes the R4P, but no bombs. Not a single bomb. Well, there's a lot of friendly fire here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the, the trick, huh? Yeah, that shield upgrade making Contrail pretty uh pretty tanky. Yeah. Yeah, between that and the born for this and dedicated, there's there's um Contrail can't stay alive. And I I've always been a fan of kickback. Um actually I've always been a fan of kickback and Tucker, the barrage rocket guy. But, um, yeah, just Republic's got so many things to choose from them. By the time you're looking at Tucker, you're like, you know, in 12 out of I think you're, I think you're saying no. Axel or whatever. Axe? Axe. Axe. The yeah. Barrage Rocket guy, yeah. The Barrage Rocket. Rocket. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, by the time here... you get to him, you already went through, like, 10 good shifts. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to get to the Torrents there. Uh, so, we have three different lists. I wouldn't say very different. But uh, this third one doesn't have a Padme. Go six ship instead. Doesn't have the third arc. Uh, so really yeah. showing the, the common... amount of variety you can get out of the Republic. Yeah, the common denominator being Oddball Wolf. Yeah, those those arcs. Yeah, Oddball Wolf uh, being the, the the main thing. Now, what's you guys' opinion about Wolf versus Jag in a situation where you, where you don't have all three? I like Wolf over Jag, personally. I think you you, st you start with Oddball, uh, for sure, and then I like Wolf over Jag because that's that's what I I, I tried with with uh, Jag over Wolf, but I feel like it just didn't have. 
like it just didn't have the punch that I needed. Also, the initial for me, the, the the more the I think it is probably still wolf, um, but I think the bigger question is, is it SOC wolf or is it custom wolf? And outside of the, the triple arc, there are very few situations where I think I actually would take SOC wolf versus the custom wolf. Custom wolf can still get better in tail gunner, uh, and then add R4P, which SOC wolf doesn't have also get expert handling which could offer some early game barrel for positioning um although i think in these six ship variations the compounding effect of having born for this probably trumps some of that stuff you gain in the custom version i think when you're in like a five ship or less version of republic and you're not taking the triple arc i think custom wolf is where that fits but the six ship is where you get that compounding born for this coverage when you have uh, oddball and wolf providing focus tokens for multiple ships on your list and then in a lot of these six ship variations they're also going for kickback so who has the evade so it's a lot of good defensive coverage which is why i think the soc wolf does work in the six ship variations we're seeing right here yeah because i think that the, the customizable wolf the only real advantage that you get is the more maneuverability with R4P and expert handling, whereas with, uh, but losing Born for this, um, and and also like Wolfpack, like if Oddball takes that lock or gives the lock to himself and doesn't need it, then uh, Wolf still can use it. I think <clears throat> I think that's my uh, my deciding factor between Wolf and Jag is how many other SOCs do you have? If it's just Oddball and then, like, one other arc, yeah, I would probably just take Jag, just so they can work together, right? Um, but Wolf can use Kickback or Oddball's lock in this particular list. Well, and um, Kickback. So, I forgot about Kickback, too, yeah. Yeah, so if Kickback tries to get that early Diamond Boron off, you could potentially use your lock, or use that lock if it's not needed. It kind of create turns kick back into like a spotter as well potentially uh most people just use them as a evade battery which i hate that's so boring especially like protecting like a 10 health oddball like one one evade token form i guess it could be the difference but i would rather i would rather see that kickback shooting diamond boron missiles in the first engagement instead of trying to help out with uh, focus tokens and stuff. I mean, after that, yeah, you, you evade when you bear roll, you focus when you bump, things like that to help out. But I don't know. I, I think Wolfpack might be underrated on the customizable Wolf, being able to steal those locks from other people. Can you steal? You can't steal Anakin's because it's, it's born for this, people, isn't it? It's Plo and born for this. Yeah, Plo and born for this. Okay. Uh, still, I mean, it, it comes down to play style. If you if you could deal with the i3, if you prefer the i3 blocker in Jag over Wolf, could be an option. Well, let's stop talking about Republic for one list here. Just one second. Come on. <laughs> Just one <laughs> second. Uh, we're going to go into, our, again, I can't pronounce Corin's last name. Corin Rao? Ru? I thought it was Ru. I think it's Ru. Anyways. Uh, Corten got into the top four 
uh, with a resistance list. Who hasn't read the list? Is it Ryan? Yeah, that's me. We have Elo, Swarm Tactics, Heroic, Jammy Beam, Zori, her normal loadout of R4, Wartime, Plasma, Dorsal, Hemin with the Ferrosphere Paint R68 Heroic, Vanessa Doza with Barrage Rockets Marksmanship, and Jessica Pava with M9G8 Baffle. Um, so just a little, I think the only wrinkle is, you know, seeing Vanessa kind of back hanging out. I think some of the more uh, things attempted outside of like Lulo and Kaz in that fifth spot has been Caracoon we've seen a little bit of. Um, we've seen less of Vanessa since more people have tried out Lulo. They kind of occupy a similar space in what they want to do in the list. One's just a little more durable. One's just a little faster. Um, but, uh, I think what I noticed a little while back, and I think more people are catching on, it's a really neat trick for Jess to shoot at I-5. Swarm Tactics LO is, uh, if, if, once we maybe look into Pattern Analyzer for this event, or if you just look at Pattern Analyzer in general, and go to their compositions of resistance lists, the resistance list and LO specifically who, when he's equipped with Swarm Tactics, is very highly successful. Which is not something I'm used to, right? To, in my mind, a lot of times when I see Swarm Tactics, it's some, like, Rube Goldberg machine of getting, like, four of my ships are now I-6, ha 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 ha, right? Like, I don't care about that. <laughs> that normally means you're in a jousting block and, like, you you can easily be maneuvered around or pressured with objectives elsewhere, right? Um, but just the simple, like, just wants a friend be next to her right zori commonly is there too but the weird thing with zori i found moving around jess is jess moves first and she's very like tethered in a way if she wants to be the only person to give zori like that focus and then sorry to do a move so jess really can't do like three banks or four straights sometimes where zori might not be able to uh be in range one after jess does that move so, and one of the advantages of having these T-70s is their speed, their capability to get around the board well. That three straight blue. Yeah, right? So, um, a lot of times it is helpful for Elo to be kind of around Zori. So, I think in this instance, right, we're seeing people look at, like, a general hammer of three ships being, here's Jess, here's Zori, and Elo, right? <clears throat> While the other two ships are either doing their own thing, you know, um, Temin's going fast flanking stuff, Vanessa, Lulo, Kaz are doing other things, right? Potentially flanking, potentially joining the main block, depending on what's more threatening, someone counter flanking you or you adding more to the joust block. Um, but Elo uh, providing Swarm Tactics is, is a very nice thing to where, oh, Zori's going to shoot the plasma, rip some shields off. Oh, Elo's going to shoot. Oh, Jess is going to shoot. Like, some's really hurt after that. Really hurt. So, um, the one thing I, I do think that for people who are looking at Swarm Tactics on Elo, I mean, yes, I know resistance players like Heroic. Heroic can help T70 specifically just maybe a little bit longer mitigate some of those double blanks. Um, because there's only two dice, more likely to get two blanks on two dice and three dice. Um, so, but I think when you put Elo next to Jess, you are risking the super easy, oh, I'm not going to shoot Jess, because Jess is more defensive, 
and the friend next to her is nowhere near as defensive and she's already shooting an i5 so i'm not gonna initiative kill her so let's kill the thing that can put her to i5 and much easier to kill ship so everyone's just gonna shoot at elo i think it's worth considering that last three points instead of heroic jamming beam to also be ferrosphere paint so that anyone that wants to lock and like take out Jess's friend Elo or the enabler of Zori's double actions most of the time Elo put paint on Elo with Swarm Tactics with the three points. I've seen people do Predator. Predator can do well too, but again, that just makes Elo a super easy target. Like you want to kill Elo. Stop the Jess being I5 and is a regular T70 defensively. Aerosphere won't stop everything, but it can help make things really annoyed that they decide to lock you if they wanted to. It's true. Hands out that stress if you're not in bullseye. Just uh, pretty good. Marcel, you need to be putting swarm tactics on your LO. Get that? I want well, to. definitely not. <laughs> okay, fair. Well, actually, no, actually, you're you're making a little bit of sense. Uh, get that I1 to pull the token at I5. Yeah, but, have him shoot first. Uh, totally on that channel. tangent now. I don't think we even talked about it to the to the masses, Marcel is speaking to the I-1 Y-Wing chorus. Steal tokens yeah. from enemy ships at range 0 to 1 when they engage. When when the Y-Wing engages, yeah. Right. Um, so if you swarm up, they are now engaging higher. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to keep Elo uh, close to the Y-Wing. <laughs> the Y-Wing runs a little bit slow, but uh, it, it'd be fun. Uh, so that's a fun thing. Could be interesting to look at. Uh, yeah, bring... Easy answer. Don't bring chorus. Ah. Oh. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. All right. Wrong answer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty good though. We still have a uh, pretty good list. We still have the um, the usual suspects here: Snap, Elo, and Jess. Um, but yeah, what what flavor of those other two four pointers do you want? Uh, so let's go into La Chancellor. Uh, also uh, gets in to the top cut when undefeated in Swiss as a note. It's a very good job there. Uh, they bring a Republic list, could you imagine? Uh, with Anakin Skywalker, Kickback, Oddball, Wolf, all in their SOC variations. Um, this one brings click and slider to fill out the rest of the list. Slider with dedicated and click with R3, Besh, and Ion Bombs. Uh, click locks his friends and once per turn can deny a range bonus. So whether they're shooting first turn at a range 3 target or someone's, if they're defending at range 1, uh, either way, click and spend their single charge around to stop that extra die. Um, another six-ship variant here uh, basically swaps out uh, Contrail for Click uh, from the other version we were taking a look at. I think that's the only difference, really, right? Yeah, Contrail for Click, and yeah, that's the, the only thing. Uh, also, this one brings bombs, so instead of a shield upgrade, he brought bombs. Right, I am bombs. Uh, which is interesting because I mean most of the SOCs they just want to focus anyway, so they're not if they accidentally get ionized, not a big deal. They got rearcs and stuff. Oops, all okay. focuses. 
yeah, they're looking for that focus anyways, so they don't really care. Uh, so an interesting, uh, another variant of the six ship Republic. Uh, we got a couple more top eights we'll go through here. Um, Marcel, why don't you pronounce this next one here? Maybe. Do you know how? No, he doesn't know how. Marcel, no, he's still he's muted. He's I, 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 <laughs> I unmuted the uh, ninja instead of. <laughs> no. Is it is it the Han Ho one? Yes. Uh, it looks like it says Juanjo Gracia Roche. Roche. Um, gotcha. A Roke. Because uh, I do know somebody who is not Spanish that is Roke. Uh, but anyway, uh, it looks like the whole top eight is nothing but resistance and... <laughs> resistance and, and Republic. Republic. They sure love that over there. Uh, there is like no... Nothing is... There's nothing but those two in the entire top eight. Um, so how is this anyway, different? So with Han Ho, we got uh, LOTC. Oh, it's one, two, three, four, five. Uh, big surprise there. Uh, Zori. Uh, correct call once again. Uh, with Zori, Lulo, Jess Pava, Temin, and Elo. Is it the exact same list as the one right no. above? Uh, no. It's got Lulo. It doesn't have Vanessa. So instead of Vanessa, it has Lulo. So that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's the big... The big difference. Also, um, they once again went with the Zori is different now once again. So their Zori has um, plasma torpedoes and mag pulse warhead instead of the R4 astromech and dorsal turret. I, th I think the R4 is kind of required with Zori's ability. But anyway, I, I think he went just... Um, Kind of double down on that initiative, that not initiative, that initial engagement. If he's going against somebody that needs the the mag pulse, um, other than that, there's really not a lot of reason not to bring R four when his ability stresses them and their their blue maneuvers are so limited. And Lulo. Over Vanessa. Vanessa has barrage rockets out of the front and barrage rockets out of the back, and seven health. Where Lulo has um, marksmanship, ferrosphere, paint. Usually, I would prefer predator and shield upgrade. Um, I don't know. I think I think that's kind of a toss up. I mean, you go I five over I four. I would so have to imagine that so you're getting the reroll from uh, M nine G eight then. That's uh, who you give. Yeah, if, if, if he's got no predator, yeah, he's probably yeah, he's probably got the reroll. So he's got a reroll marksmanship first for your paint shield upgrade. Um, I don't know. It's a tough call, and, and it looks like they both and one of them went to top four, the other one went uh, top eight, and I don't know what's the. I like the R four over the magpoles. And currently, I like another beef over Lulo, just because Lulo can... I mean, if you have a Vader out there or something like that, or Han, they're just going to chew Lulo apart. They're going to chew Lulo up. Uh, so Lulo's good if you've got, like, Chewbacca or something, where you get some 
you know, you get a little, you get a little bit of mileage out of Lulo dying. But I think this makes sense. It's, it's a really good list. I think, uh, uh, who is it? Quarantine's list is more consistent. And it, I think the results show that. Yeah, I also, uh, it's very strange to me not to take a dorsal turret on a wiring. You're just limiting yourself. But this one also has four shots at I-5 as well. So you can really start initiative killing ships. Advantages and disadvantages, I guess. Uh, let's see, we got Benjamin Ponroy uh, flying another Republic list. Gets in with the top eight here. Uh, it still brings Anakin, Kickback, Oddball, Wolf, Click, and Slider uh, using the same click upgrades there. R3, Besh, and Ion Bombs as Lechancellor did. Uh, so we got one last one here. We'll see what this variation is. Uh, Fitzgerald Fernando uh, brings a Resistance Squad. Uh, this hello with Swarm Tactics. Is really hot over there in the uh, European uh, tournaments. Uh, another instance of, of Swarm Tactics Cello. M9 G8 Jess. A R6 D8 Snap. But this one chooses, again, Veneza Doza with those Barrage Rockets. And Zori Bliss with Wartime, Plasma, and Mag Pulse. So we're getting a couple ticks of instances of uh both Zori and Vanessa in a single list. Uh very exciting uh, to see. I do want to uh just touch on uh the next two though, as we we're only talking about resistance and republic. Very two powerful squads. Uh can I, can I say instead of uh Marston, do tube? You want tube? Instead oh, of Marston. You want you want squad air, huh? Okay. Yeah, I want squad that'll, air. That'll be that'll be a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, he actually he actually brought an interesting list. Uh, send send it to me and I will I'll pull it. Uh isn't in isn't in um No, you gotta go to it, it might be in the Oh here it is. Yeah, yeah. I got it here. Yeah, okay. Alright, break it break it down for us. What we where are we looking at here? Uh at wreck? With Rear Armor Renew, with uh, Minister Tua, Darth Vader Crew, Agile Gunner, Lone Wolf, and Dauntless. Uh, we have Tomax, Jonas, and Rhymer, all with Barrage Salvo. Uh, two instances of Bomblet and one of Ion Bombs. Uh, and Deathfire, but this is not regular Death... Or this <laughs> this is regular Deathfire, not uh, what I would consider regular Deathfire nowadays. Uh, with the with the launching deathfire, this is uh, customizable with proximity mines and delayed fuses. Yeah, I've seen this a, a couple times. Um, the customizable deathfire. Uh, why why do you think that's more uh, more widely chosen over the standard loadout deathfire, who can launch a proton bomb? I would say I would say this the. The launching of the proton bomb is more widely taken, personally, really? that I've seen. Not lately, yeah. in my experience. Well, I think that really? might be a U.S. versus I was gonna European say, I, thing. I feel like I've I've seen this only twice ever. Really? <laughs> the, yeah. The custom one. Okay. 
Well, we'll say uh, that it's coming up more and more that people prefer this yeah. loadout to the other one. I mean, I'll have to keep an eye out for it, but it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, the regular Deathfire ability of uh, you can, dropping or launching a device uh, before you are destroyed is uh, pretty spicy. Yeah. I mean, now you can't launch. I hope they're not launching those <laughs> pro proxy mines. But the the ability to, like, 5K into a block, like, when you're at, like, one or two health, and then, like, if you're destroyed, you can just drop the proxy mine right onto something. I guess has value. Yeah, because I think we went through this with something else where just because it says launch doesn't mean you can actually launch it. You can only launch it like, if you have a card that says... You may launch yeah. this thing. Yeah, you had to, you had to be given a template to launch or drop. Right, that's the the template is the design. You can't just assume that it's uh, the only one With I can think spray. of is the bomblet, or no, uh, bombardment drones. Bombardment drones do say instead of or launch it instead of drop using the same template. So while it doesn't call out what template you need, it does uh, require you to, you to use the same template you'd use to drop it. But no other no other people who ask about launching allow it. Yeah. Long to say that uh, this Deathfire... Because see, normally I this see Death this Fire. Deathfire with a bunch of ruthless carriers. So that way they could just... They use it almost oh. like a Tina. Right, they just fly yeah. in, and then if the yeah. enemy won't destroy it, they'll just do it themselves. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a Tino with a surprise proxy mine. Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, that is interesting. I just wanted to call this one out just because it, uh, at first at first glance, it was very it looked, it looked very uh, not boring, but like this the same you know rack four bombers. Mm -hmm. Uh, but with what that uh, Tua instead of. Death Troopers. Uh, Death Troopers. Which is weird because it, uh, it almost feels like Rear Admiral Chernow is just by himself out there then. Trying to snipe. With that lone wolf things. too. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like with all those bombers around, just bring Ruthless. <laughs> like yeah. You don't care yeah. about your defense and you don't like, I don't want to position Rack in a way to have Lone Wolf. Spend two yeah. points elsewhere. I mean, take, I... Take, take Ruthless, hurt your own guys and do, do more damage. Easy. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear all of those things, but the amount of like just like blank blank focus hits that we've seen from racks lately uh, on on the Wednesdays has been pretty sad. Burn it all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. Like normally, I there'll be like a like that four pointer would be like another person with ruthless like a countdown or something uh, to just Bolt. use. A vault would work as well with ruthless shield and ruthless shield. Vault. Oh yeah, wow. But I do. I will say that as someone who's been keeping an eye on Empire lists, like this is this archetype is popping up more and more. Uh, I think people Gotta are still waffling on Jonas. I don't think he's worth the points, but he, he so he can. Jonas, uh, this was a stat shared to me by someone who's been keeping track of some of the like differences when you bring squad compositions and like when you bring this this four three pointer versus this four three pointer this is the most like interchangeable point slots in the game right now mm -hmm. and he found that when as soon as you when you have tomex and deathfire in a list 
or Rhymer, right? One of those, those bombers when they existed in Empire List. As soon as you add Captain Jonas to a list with any, with those ships, on average, it drops their percentile by 10%, which means basically you're going from like, say you were a ship that was 60th percentile. Percentile in, in this context means if you're a 60th percentile ship, say there's a 100 person Swiss, that means that list composition is on average going to get you 40th place, right? 60 percentile, 40 more to go, 40th place. It's kind of like take 100, subtract your percentile. That's around where that list composition will be. As soon as you put Jonas in there, you're going to drop about 10 spots in rankings, which is actually pretty noticeable <laughs> when it could be the difference between being in an exit, like a, a completely yeah. different bracket of players that have a better, like one better record than you are, which could mean the difference between cut and no cut. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Cut, cut or no cut. You know, that's that's a big difference of because like when we're talking like 100 players, it, it's kind of hard to imagine cutting that down into like a 16 or 32 person event. But that's the difference between like one loss, right? Cutting, missing yeah, cut. Yeah, could definitely be. Yeah, I, I think Jonas is a trap right now. Wow, don't, that, don't that hot, ta- hot takes. I mean, maybe not, maybe not yeah. hot takes, but maybe calculated I mean, takes if, over if, here. If you're if you're already, <laughs> I mean, people aren't. And you know what? I don't know. Does how much of Europe has gotten the YT24 and Thai bomber packs? Because have did we see any of the standard loadout ones? Is there is there a chance they actually don't uh, have there, the product there, yet? There, there are some in there. Okay. There, Doesn't there's say like, I I I think. Standard Tomax is better, and we know Standard Deathfire is making waves and doing well. There's no, there's a standard Rhymer, but he's four points and not three, so we take this, we take the custom right. Right. If you're only taking I mean, one I, I th- barrage rocket he... ship that wants to have that extra mod from Jonas, like, then you're just putting yourself into like, I'm gonna make a barrage box like Jousting Block, which has not netted good results from what we've seen. Right. I mean, I'm. I have yeah. to agree. As uh, someone's at Empire Main lately, I hate paying four points for Jonas. But I, I think sometimes... every time you see him, you get a little bit sad and complain about. I him. hate paying <laughs> four points for a Thai bomber. Period. Yeah, fact, <laughs> like the chassis just doesn't support that as much. Man, if they had barrel linked focus, oof, oof. If barrel talking. lock. Come on. Well, yeah, just be Tomax. Lock-based lock based munitions. Yeah. Bar- yeah. Barrel roll, take, use action, get focus, non, to target lock. Be take non-barrage Rhymer. Be a man. Be a man. There have been people trying out that whole feedback ping uh, cluster missile Rhymer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with with the standardized death fire. Yeah, with the launch fire. Yeah. yeah, I'm in on that. That's super cool. That's fun. That's fun. Get some, get some locks out there. Get some locks. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Is there another list you guys are looking at? One worth mentioning? Um, uh, I do I, think I, it's I, worth no- noting the rebel list that we're seeing near the top because they're they're not the I traditional four ship ones. That are very very close to themselves. Yeah, they're they're pretty similar to each other. They might have brought the exact same thing, and I think a few people. Um, these these might be some of those people, but I know I've heard Ali Pocknell has been trying out this variation, but it's it's Han, 
uh, your normal Bistan Han. Spoiler. Trick shot or chopper, engine upgrade, whatever. It, the base got co percent co pilot Bistan Han. Um, Luke. Yep, boy Luke. Yep, the two things very familiar with. After that, they're trying out and opting for Hera A Wing with swarm tactics and Bodica with uh, two different loadouts. I mean, the main one we see Bodica is. Beskar Reinforced Plating, Mando Optics Predator. We did have someone opt for Shield Upgrade Clan Training. Um, I mean, when you... when I'm foreseeing the idea is Hera runs around next to Bodica, Swarm Tactics in Bodica, and just taking Evade. So do you want to shoot at the Evade-focused Bodica, or do you want to shoot at the Hera who's next to Bodica and Bodica's going to shoot you back anyway after likely Bodica got to shoot first at I-6 and then doesn't have to take less dice from the deplete because their her ability hadn't triggered until later in the round when you decide to shoot someone else. So in the normal version of this list, we see in the four ship Fen Rao in the Fang and then Eo in the uh, in the A-Wing which I think that one probably has a little bit better objective play because Keo's kind of your designated go do objective things, go pick up the box, go press the button. Sometimes Fen presses a button or Han presses a button. More likely Fen, if anyone, or Luke. Luke Luke's got passive mods. Um, but this one seems like you're basically providing three ships. It's just one of them pseudo split into two because there's target priority issues with that, uh, that Bodica provides. Hera gets to bring a fang that gets to shoot at I-6, not position at I-6. So there's there's give and take here and there Why that where, where there's good parts and bad parts to the list. But I've seen or heard about it a couple times in the general European player group. And it's worth noting that it made top 16. In, uh, two people made it top in top 16. Didn't get past the, rebel, the fleet of 16, though. But it is... <laughs> The Becoming, Resistance Republic fleet. Now, if if you are prepping for Worlds, you should probably have played against this a couple of times to get familiar with this because there are some good European players that are using this list that may show up to Worlds. So to broaden your experience, you should try playing against it and see what is the correct target to go for. Do you weather the storm from Bodica? Do you try and find a way to position yourself to where Bodica is mitigated to shooting, getting shots from Bodica at I, I six or sorry at at range three, because Bodica only gets to position to I four to move around her, right? You know, or it depends on how the, the list is flown. I don't know if there's any stream games that had this rebel list in it that we could watch, but it might be worth looking into, see how it's been flown. I wouldn't doubt. I mean. I assume Marcelo will could tell me if this is a rebel list they've seen in XTP. Not right now. We did submit those XTC well for the group stage months ago, so this might be a new. I, I've I've seen the swarm tactics, uh, Bodica at first, but I thought people mostly went away from it uh, for the time being. But to your point, though, we were talking about six ship uh, squads. And this basically shoots five three dice attacks and one two dice attack. Yeah, as long as whatever Bodica triggers yeah. off of doesn't isn't first player at I six. 
Yeah, and so. and honestly, a lot of those six ship uh, squads are not shooting three die guns for all their shots. Heavily modified three and four dice guns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the clan training was out of place at first, but rolling up with a lock, um, it would be pretty spicy. To like lock at I six and get the focus token, and then get the focus token. Mm -hmm. That's pretty spicy. So, you get the shield upgrade like, too. Another way, another reason to discourage shots into Bodic. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and it's just like a better version of. Uh, the uh, what what are they called? Mando uh, No, the Beskar. Beskar plating. Oh, but yeah, it's true. Uh, Much more guaranteed. Like, it's with the always player. gonna always gonna block a damage. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, yeah, very cool. And we also saw a, a, a FO make it in as well with a uh, blackout Lahus, Malaris Gaelic, uh, and. Uh, Wilo. Uh, yeah, we also saw to see the uh, the blackout as the five pointer in that squad, the other five pointer rather. Yeah, yeah. But obviously uh, going also... for an I five squad with <laughs> blackout, yeah, Lahus, Malaris, Gaelic, <laughs> and Kylo. Uh, yeah, blackout with no sensitive controls. Boo, boo. Uh, we also saw a Django Zam Dirge. So, mm -hmm. Finally, again, gets into the there. squeezes into the top sixteen there. Squeezes in there. Oh yeah, I, I guess Fan Long Lon won a, a qualifier in the past. This is probably him trying out something. Make sure it's not a list uh, testing out pre worlds. Mm -hmm. Still very scary. If you, uh, I think that the longer the fire sprays like go out of fashion. The, the more nobody has like been practicing against them. So if you've been practicing against Arcs and Han and Bombers and whatnot, Resistance 5 ships, then all of a sudden you have to deal with Fire Sprays again. You might not have the reps to uh, to take advantage of yeah. what your list can do. Yeah. yeah. Two Fire Sprays with bombs, yeah. Uh, proton bombs. Real bombs. <laughs> Uh, pretty awesome to see. Is there a what's our top scum? I think we've talked about every faction more or less, other than scum. Who's the uh, brave soul? I'll scroll down quite a ways. Thirty-three. Uh, Thirty-three. Check. Yep. Wow, that's that is a that is a not expected. There's a three ship list with Boba oh, Fett oh, fire oh, spray, oh. Maul gauntlet, and Lima Kaiwai. Heck yeah. Two nine-point ships? No. Yeah. An eight an eight and a nope. nine. Maul is the nine-pointer, nine. not Boba. For some... Yeah. For some reason, Maul is more expensive than Boba. Uh, this list okay. looks terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Lima brought no uh, missile either. Just brought Ion Cannon turret. I can turret seismic charges just to ruin Han's day. I'm pretty sure. Just go around blowing up obstacles. <laughs> what is my purpose to make Han sad? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Well, you uh, also have like Maul, who is not like the most nimble of gauntlets. So <laughs> no, get, get especially especially if him. he's doing 
Especially if he's doing coordinates. Uh, he can't coordinate in this squad. Everybody's I-5. Oh, really? Just, like, not even... You're right, yeah. No, nope. nope. taking double calculate and then Lando crew to have a reroll. Lando so crew. Rerolls oh, and force. Yeah. And an extra calculate. And you get no, Night Brother uh, tokens as well. Get your evade and focus off of Night Brother. That is interesting. All right, that's a, that's, that's an interesting uh, that's small terrible. build, though. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to face that. <laughs> no, I, I hated just facing to, your just, mall. <laughs> just, trying to break, just trying to break through force. Well, no, Boba's got perceptive, actually. Interesting. But yeah, rerolls and tokens for days on both those chunky ships. Dead man Boba, by the way. <sighs> well, he likes to be in range one. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's terrifying. Uh, still did pretty good. What got uh, got a couple wins? Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, what was the overall? What was the player count? Fifty. About fifty. Okay. So not great. Not in the upper half, unfortunately. Yeah, but st still getting two wins, two and three. Hey, wins a win. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, cool. Uh, well, big congratulations uh, to Niels Voss. Takes it again. Just uh, continuing uh, Republic supremacy. Uh, but let's... Uh, any, any other thoughts as I pull up the next thing here? Uh, yeah, look, looking at just like faction spread. Oh, I didn't look uh, at... Like uh, I didn't, I didn't uh, look at the, the stats, yes. Uh, some of the stats are messed up on pattern analyzer because a lot of their test list didn't get oh, 14 converted over. of list didn't convert huh? yeah <laughs> yeah At more uh, list so... didn't, didn't convert than scum uh convert. Mm. that got converted yep <laughs> yep <laughs> uh so we did see 12 resistance 10 empire 8 rebel 7 republic 5 fo and four of uh, separatist and scum uh, so separatists not out out uh, out representing scum. That's pretty. That's surprising. I feel like I they think. randomly switch switch like every event. They'll be like, oh, scum's the least represented. Oh, separatists least represented. They're both at the bottom. Yeah, but clearly, <laughs> clearly, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think, uh... yeah, separatists yeah. didn't do didn't do well this event. Yeah. Yeah, everything. The only outlier I'm seeing is that uh, the uptick in six ship squads. Uh, average pilot initiative still about f a little over four. Cost is a little over four as well. That's all pretty standard. Um, but uh, more and more six ship squads coming in. Uh, which I have to imagine. Most of those being uh, the six ship Republic. That we are starting to see more yeah. and more of. Can you yeah, go six ship with Padme? You'd have to only run one arc. Is that the? Uh, it'd be well. No, you could still do two arcs in Padme. Because well, well, three, three, Republic can yeah. do three fours, two threes, and two. Right, right. So you could go two arcs Padme. Still interesting. Yeah, and, and then just swap out. Get some V wings uh, or whatever, and slider. Yeah, click contrail and 
slider or something like that. Yeah. Quick contrast slider. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Or the uh, diamond boron torrent. Sure. Uh, yeah. People like him as well. Okay. I mean, it would be nice to throw Padme and Vader too. What's your kickback? Would be neat. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool stuff there. Uh, being able to, I think that's the last one for the year in Europe. Man, right. that's a. That's as a far question. as qualifiers, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I don't remember the. Uh, I don't remember the other ones. There's the Sith uh, Taker, but that's not in February, so that doesn't qualify. Oh yeah, too late. That's that's actually a great reminder. You got to get your store champs and stuff done before the end of January. If you not uh, even like done, reported. Reported. Make sure it's so everyone who's helped run a store champ that's listening right now. If you haven't confirmed that your store or you haven't helped your store fill out the Google survey that AMG has put out to, to report the winners and the event and all the answers to the questions they have, go do that. Otherwise, you're missing out on finalizing everything that happened at a store champ you may have helped run. Right. It's all for not. Yep. Unless so if, if you are someone like me who is helping run a second store champ at the store I frequent and helped run the first time, I'm helping run it on January 20th. So when that's done, I'm like going to immediately fill out that survey because yeah. it's the second to last weekend of January. Yeah, do it before you leave the store. Basically. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff. We'll be uh, interested. No, still a lot of buzz. Um, people trying to get to worlds, which uh, I don't think I had in my notes, but I believe. Uh, let me. I feel like Adepticon badges and event ticket stuff should be on the horizon. That's what you're thinking into. Uh, no, I was going to talk about Isophane. That too. Uh, it's always good to talk about Isophane. <laughs> Taking that isoplane. I don't have the link though. I don't know where my link went. Hold on. I can find it in another location. There it is. Copy this. Send it to you through our GSP chat. There you go. Put in our chat. Yes, xwing.life. I was like, it's such an easy. <laughs> Such an easy link. X Wing and Life. It's easy. X Wing and Life. Indeed. Let me see if I can. Um, I can read what, what he posted in, in a you go, you go ahead. chat to another Why Discord just kind of. Uh, so, Daniel Lim, this is the second year he is putting together the Isoplane. Uh, Isoplane 2. So, if people aren't familiar, last year um, he had the Isoplane Initiative where he wants to help as many people as possible take part in the X-Wing Worlds event. And you go through and you submit uh, like sort of like an application to him, telling you about yourself, answer potentially a few questions he has, or uh, 
basically going through and trying to find some people that he would like to not like sponsor, but help make their way to worlds to uh, enjoy it and go with all the camaraderie. There are many different people who got that assistance last year. He's a very giving, wonderful person to our community. Um, he says, if you need assistance getting to Worlds, fill out a form. If you have someone that you think deserves a chance to get to Worlds, fill out the form on their behalf. Let's all meet up at AdeptCon 2024 and have a blast. It has been 100% proven that recipients of Isoplane travel funds are guaranteed to win Worlds as uh, the <laughs> Our previous or our current world champion, Nicholas God, was someone who got assistance for, and as part of the Isoplane initiative. Um, he plans on proving again for next Worlds 2024. Uh, 100% win rate, dude. 100% win rate. However, I'm only coming from Chicago. Will he pay for my gas money? Actually, I drive an electric You know car. what? Will he pay my, uh, my $2 ticket. electric? <laughs> Did they ever get Some that? Like two dollars of electricity, uh, so I can win worlds. Did they ever get that plane set up out to Shamsburg from the uh, airport? What are you talking about? There was like Cessnas going between uh, the suburbs and downtown. Did they ever figure that out? Oh, I, I I stopped paying attention. There probably is something for for lazy okay. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. He did go on, and this might not be exactly what we're showing, but I think it's important to mention because this. This is what he's been passed on to every single Discord. He says, however, I need help to raise funds to support people from around. He set up, he's, he's personally set aside a chunk of his own money. But thanks to Louis Leong, or Leong, uh, or Louis, maybe saying any of those variations wrong, and many others, we have put together an awesome raffle to raise money. Check it out at xwing.life slash raffle. There are amazing prizes and even some extremely difficult to find dice included. If we gather enough support, I'll throw in some other things for my own collection here and there as well. He appreciates everyone's support and he loves the X-Wing community. Continue to make our community the best in the world. He wants worlds to be for everyone. So if you have the ability to uh, donate some money to help make more people show up to worlds to have an even better time with more people do it uh there's the, as i said the fundraiser raffles there so you may have a chance to win some awesome prizes yourself so it's all in the best interest of getting with the idea of just getting the most people to the X-Men world's event as possible daniel Lim is an incredible person and it's awesome for him to help put this together and start the whole initiative I don't know how long back this goes, but it's at least a year and a half-ish ago, I believe. Yeah, when he first started it. Uh, big, uh, what do I want to say, uh, notification here. You have until the 15th of December. Applications will be collected through December 15th. So... If you are one of those people, maybe you already had won a local store championship, but not a world qualifier, and you still want to come, uh, definitely check it out. Real simple, xwing.life. Uh, to follow up on uh, the world qualifiers that we still have available, uh, there's one in China, 
Uh, PAX Unplugged. PAX, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's still another one in Germany. I'm not sure exactly which uh, store or town. Uh, Singapore. Uh, Las Vegas Open, of course, will be there. Uh, and it looks like Let's Play Games in Canada. I believe that's what that is. Oh, nice. So, uh, th that's going up until uh, the end of January? Yeah, that, that last one in uh, Canada is January 26th. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, cutting it close. A little close. Uh, oh, actually, that, that one is in Australia. I'm sorry. Uh, it said CanCon, so I assumed that it was uh, CanadaCon, but it uh, is actually CanberraCon in Canada. Uh, it's cutting a little close to start planning travel from Australia if you weren't planning to come before. But Well, just win and you get it paid. Just win and you get it paid. Yeah, there you go. That's all I gotta do. Real easy. Just win a <laughs> tournament. It's just one tournament. <laughs> it's just one tournament? Come on. That one's gonna be a tough competition. Oof. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, none of them really been easy. No, That's fair. I'm been pretty, pretty tough. Um, speaking of tough, I think we're going to our last segment then. Um, a question we got on our Discord, exclamation point Discord, check it out. And this comes from uh, Kyle the Scout. As a note, our Discord, great place. Give us feedback. Give us topics to talk about. Talk about lists, rules. Um, events happening in your area, all that can be found on the Discord. What a wonderful place for uh, X-Wing resources. But, Kyle the Scout asks, uh, for each of us, what isn't happening in X-Wing that you wish was, and what is happening that you wish wasn't? And we're we're going to start with the... Uh, should we start positive or negative? I guess both of these are kind of... Could go either way. I guess they're not necessarily positive or negative. I wish anyway. I was winning, and I wish I wasn't losing. There you go. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> easy. Pretty easy, yeah. Uh, Marcel, what, what you got? I saw you. You, might, you said you might have one. Uh, did I? I don't know. Do you? I mean, no, I mean, we have to. That's the question, right? That is yeah. the question. I, I have right. one ready to go uh, if, you, if you don't. All right. So let you go. Uh, which way are we going? Should uh, uh, so which we... I'm going to start with what isn't is what happening. Isn't? Yeah, what isn't happening. Uh, Something you want to see in X-Wing more. And this uh, is mine that I'm going to say. It's something we actually saw last Wednesday, which was a heated one-on-one in-game. Of X-Wing. They went to like turn... I think the game ended on turn 12. Uh, but Rexler yeah. versus Old T went four or five rounds uh, in the center of chance engagement. Just ducking, dodging, uh, doing the best that they can uh, to try to get a shot while avoiding being shot. Uh, eventually... Uh, yeah, one and also not being able to leave the center. You also can't leave the center because that was chance. <laughs> So there was, there was really like a, uh, what do I want to say? You know, in uh, the, those Battle Royale games. 
where the the it shrinks the battlefield shrinks down to uh, just this tiny little zone. That's basically yeah. what happened. But that like one on one in game where like you're setting dials rapidly, like oh Mark dodging you, throw another dial down. Now now you're behind me. Like uh, there might be only a, a shot like every other turn. Man, we just do that is like completely absent in X Wing right now. We almost never see let alone one v one, but like a one v one that both players have a chance of winning. Yeah, it it was pretty spectacular to say the least. Uh, I don't think I've we've seen many games like that uh, recently at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you then? Uh, in, well, any of you, I guess. What what isn't happening in X Wing that you're missing out on? Or you think the community is missing out on? Uh, I'll say more frequent um, point changes or more frequent. Mm. Actually, let, let me even restate that. Uh, not just more frequent point changes, just more frequent anything. <laughs> like it, it feels <laughs> like we've gotten a couple releases. Um, I have not, other than the releases that got announced, like I, I've genuinely like have heard zero buzz about anything i mean there's the tournaments there's worlds coming xcc you know all of that uh the xcc especially is um because we're personally involved um but i think uh there's just there there's no shakeups, and i know that amg has said like no uh point changes for the sake of point changes uh i would even even if it's like a couple meaningless ones, just point changes for the sake of being part of the news cycle, being part of the, you know, giving people something to talk about, you know? So just uh, whether it's uh, point changes, adding something, removing something from, from the ban list, um, uh, just news. Um, and it doesn't have to be shipped releases because ship releases, you know, that that's like a long development cycle. Um, and that's also like you have to wait a long time for it to be released and, and all that but um yeah i think i think that's what i wish there was more of it's just more news from the source and more shakeup. i like i like the word shake up there because it's not necessarily that like points would like uh be better or worse but just different yeah, and they're not in the bad spot now. I mean, you know, I, I think Resistance and Republic are starting to rise to the top, but that doesn't mean that, you know, by the time Worlds comes around, if nothing changes, like First Order will be, right. you know, it'll be like the top eight will be off. Or, like, you never know. Like, it, it still changes, but just, uh, again, more um, shake up for the sake of being part of the new cycle or, or being part of a conversation, just giving a little bit of buzz, giving some, you know, if you change even a few points, it'll drive people back into the stores that were probably like getting a little uh, used to the, you know, the current situation. Oh, sounds good. Uh, what about James Ryan? Uh, so something that. I see happening in X-Wing that I no, wish that isn't wasn't. happening. No. Oh, something so isn't happening. Okay. Um, 
more uh, people being inventive with lists, I think. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen as we get closer and closer to worlds, as people start refining their uh, their worlds list. But uh, I think a lot of people get set in uh, a path of find what is good for me online, like just like net listing or yes your friend group hey i want to fly separatist or easier example hey i want to fly republic what should i fly and then it's like yeah arcs if you yeah arcs arcs padme and uh one other ship probably anakin which may may, uh, may not be true but I, I think i understand what you're saying they're like that's not always the answer yeah and it may not be the answer for every person right uh but i feel like people get stuck in well this list is good the squad is good so if i just take it and play better than anyone else then i'll win uh but i feel like they are missing a lot a big portion of the game which is you know flying things that are fun to them and people get stuck on what it, like winning is fun so what can i do to win That makes sense to me. What about you, Ryan? Something that isn't happening that you wish was. Um, I think more post-game analysis, and specifically in the video or stream variety. Um, there were a couple, and there may be others that have existed in the past that I either a don't see anymore, haven't seen. Before, or see any anyone trying it, or even not even just any broadcast, right? It's what I would call like film room style stuff, right? Echo Base used to do it on GSP or for GSP at time, or an old squadron based out of Minnesota. Uh, the crates did it at times in the past, or all they would do is they would take one person from a game. Um, they would take someone who generally knew the outcome of the game and someone who may not have paid attention to the game and knew the outcome or didn't know the outcome at all. Like just different parties and views to, and not too many, right? It would be about three or four people at most to go over the game. And whether it was on TTS or Vassal or a live stream from an event, and go through and and make usually to make sure at least one person that played in the game was there represent their thought process and some of the other people there to bounce around like okay why did you think this way or would it did you not think about this or did you consider that everything from the turn zero decisions of rock placement deployment now would also be scenario uh placements um and then all the way through to as, as long as they wanted to go it could be the end of the game could have been up to the point where they felt like the game was decided at that point, whatever. I think a lot of that in-depth analysis is something we don't get often. Um, like we might get some bat rep, battle report, blog type stuff, but a lot of that is—it's a lot of reading for some people. And uh, X-wing is a very—it's it, helped a lot talking about situations in a visual sense. So unless there's a mass amount of pictures, there's even things that uh, it's just better seen on video uh, so 
I think I definitely would I, I've thought about myself like if I wanted to do an offshoot like hey Dion uh, what if I streamed you know once a month and did the GSP film room or something right like that's come across my mind at some point in the past but you know there's been so many other high priority things in my life at this point and uh, that's been on my mind almost since middle of COVID just to have more content but um, you know just I think it's it's stuff that I wish we had more of, but it's also stuff I know that like I would also like I'm probably someone who I feel would be good in providing that type of thing. Um, so it's like it's double edged sword. Like I've I've thought about being willing to, to like do it, but also I want other people to do it too. <laughs> you know, I I want other viewpoints. I want other people who we may not get to talk to a lot. Like but like we we. We're, we're the constant talking heads, right? We're the one of the, you know, we're podcasting every week live. So, you know, getting outside uh, people to discuss their, their views and their thought process during the game of X-Wing itself, not just overarching how do they feel about the meta or some lists or things like that, but like in the moment, in the game, thought process and breaking down their decision making. It's really good stuff. People who haven't seen that type of thing in the past, um, message me and I can probably send you some of those those uh, film room type videos. I mean, they're so old; they're they're before any of the scenario stuff ever happened, unless someone else did a, a video that I'm not aware of before uh, or during scenario play for AMG. I guess what the closest thing we came to was analyzing Marcel's final against Nathan Idy at the not worlds adapticon kind of did that a little bit right true yeah yeah we did break down that we did, we did break that down pretty bad yeah well not bad pretty good like went into very very yeah. close detail yeah and we had marcel here talk about it, one of the people during the game i never saw the game but i was aware of the outcome right so you know i i think those type of things would be good to provide because i think there's a lot of people who um can talk a lot about lists can talk a lot about like how a game went overall decision making is like breaking it down and like really seeing its ripple effect on the rest of the entire game is really uh, interesting to me and yeah, you, do that... need, you do need that one player or a player in that kind of discussion too because like everyone could be like well the obvious choice was to turn in like, yeah, why, you should why definitely you have at least out? one of the two players part of the game as in that discussion to understand right. what may have been going on in their mind in that, from that perspective. Right. Uh, that's that's good. I mean, it's not something that has to be like a. What do I say? It's not something that has to be like a, like a YouTube series or something. If you just like no, your no, no. local gaming group, right? Um, if you are able yeah. to get catch a video, just rewatch it with your with your. Um, fellow X-Wingers, maybe they could see something that you don't on a yeah, game. Yeah, have your own film room, right? And even if, like, th there might be things that, you know, you, you the, the player may come to the conclusion that they were still right in their decisions, even though some other people think that they could, like, that player could have done something different and they were right. You can agree to disagree. Like, we're not trying to change anyone's mind. Just trying to understand the decision-making and maybe 
like by seeing other people's viewpoints understand that maybe like maybe there was an avenue or thinking outside the box that like could have happened that could have led to something else better for said player in the game or right. it could have been worse right like, it could it's, it's exploring all the options to consider that some you know i've had so many games and i've also talked about games with other people where i've either watched their game or they've watched my game and just conversing with one other person simply there's always something i didn't think of even if i just won the game handily right there's some there's always something i didn't think of in that game that the other person saw on that that makes a lot of sense now uh you've earned a lot of great points and i want to uh kind of piggyback off of that uh for my wasn't what's happening that you wish wasn't and uh the easy in-game analysis of pull-up dice stats or i blanked out on that one attack and that's what cost me the game that kind of quick jump to blaming the dice uh there's so we used uh, the dice stats um uh, for uh the simulation games you can pull them up they'll tell you about them but i still think people are weighing too heavily on them james if you're plus one and i'm negative one that just means out that, that you got one extra good result and i got one extra or i missed out on one result i should have gotten right so if even if the stats are plus five to plus or to negative five there is really only you only missed out on five dice results five dice didn't go your way uh or the average we'll say didn't go the average in the game but like being able to just like jump on that as being like that's the sole reason you lost the game is uh just just an easy out like you're not you're not analyzing uh movement patterns how was the first engagement how was your uh the what i call the scrum right you come in for the first engagement second engagement and then now you had to like figure out maneuvering around the enemy and it's uh, i agree with you ryan like the, doing those analysis is almost turn by turn but not quite but evaluating the game post game is just something that is not being done enough uh, because you could just easily write it off like well i lost a ship turn two and i got a negative five dice stat so like obviously i can't win this game uh, it turns out you can win games with negative dice stats it's not the easiest but it definitely is possible so i just would want people to to not jump to that conclusion to maybe look a little bit more in depth about maybe their squad comp deployment things like that um, long before dice are even rolled that you could have gained some advantages in yeah. your i mean you you could take a look at like one of the games that I played like last week, I think, where um, uh, it, it was a very close game, but I ended up having at the end of the game a negative 12, and I think it hit like positive one or two. And that's like a massive swing, but uh, that was like, you know, 10 plus results that I was missing that he had that I didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, there was like a lot of like, big things that i missed during the game was like the the first engagement i didn't have padme the 
then I got stuck in a lot of bombs where I ended up taking, I think, like four damage with bombs that I just, you know, couldn't, you know, could have done something about, else about. And about 16 ion tokens. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of ion tokens. Uh, so, tokens, yeah. Yeah, so I was ionized for a good portion of the game, which cut uh, cut down on like my even available choices, right? right. Uh, but that negative twelve definitely didn't help, and that is something that you can look at and be like, okay, well, you know, it, it the dice were de definitely not bailing you out, but also you could have put yourself in a better position there. I I like that that phrase of like the dice bailing you out because you if you could recognize like I'm in a bad position and like. Yeah, and like now I'm getting bad dice too. Like yikes! Like it's now it's compounding. But I have seen like the, a player in terrible position. Normally it's me, but like <laughs> if they just roll hot, it was like wow, thanks dice. Like got me out of the situation, Ooh. got me back into the game. Yeah. Well, I was a little I was a little worried there, but then I just rolled like hit hit crit on four of my attacks, so <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And the, and then that, that kind of goes the. You know the opposite way as well where someone puts themselves in a really great position and just rolls just really poorly uh just it, it can only just be like one or two one or two rolls and it just like it spikes right mm -hmm. at the right time or wrong time uh and can really set back a set back a game but right. uh try not to focus on the dice swings All right well what about you is there something that you wish wasn't happening in X-Wing right now? Huh. I think it... One of the... Th I mean, I think this kind of goes for... Me Me and you especially ha are having a lot... Are a hard time keeping positive about our AMG overlords sometimes. Um, so maybe one of the... Uh, something is... Uh, you know, so much negativity. A lot of the, a lot of the times, it's uh, can really bring down uh, more than just you know one or two people's uh, vibes about the game, right? Okay, I, I hear what you're uh, saying. I think I could translate it. Where someone's like, you play a game, and you're like, man, those arcs are so busted. Why, why are they even allowed in the game? But like you're talking to someone who chose those ships, right? So they might take that personally. Is that maybe where you're yeah, thinking Yeah, or, yeah, just, like, like kind of what Marcel said, I was like, I could just do with anything. I just want an update. I just need this. Like, if they could just give me an update, right. um, you know, why don't they release new stuff? Why don't they give us articles? Why don't they do this? And I'm just, uh, I, I would like those things, too, but, you know, uh, just try, try to stay positive. Uh, not fo not focus on the negative, if that makes sense. Sure. I mean, there's still a lot of positive things to, to talk and say and do. I mean, the uh, let alone, I mean, world championships coming back, world qualifiers. Like, that was something that after COVID, we didn't know would return. Yeah. For sure. Uh, what about you, Ryan? I think I'm on kind of the same wavelength you are. Um, I think I think we're mostly past this as a community overall, but the, the overtly negative corner of the X-wing community has been shrinking. Luckily, I think um, 
we used to about a year or two ago when AMG was sort of first putting their stamp on the game of X-Wing had a lot of that. Look, I understand there is such thing as criticism. Totally fine with it. Not a big deal. My problem occurs when it becomes uh, overly, overly um, put in a negative light that pauses newer players or players who are currently enjoying the game discomfort discomfort online or just not being happy to interact with the community because like there were times when like amg was like hey here's the battle of yavin coming out scenario post on twitter post on facebook yada yada social media interaction comment section how come you did this to the game? This is terrible. This is the worst. Why don't you just change back to some yada yada, whatever, right? And then there'd be like 15 comments replying to that of just some just diving terribly into toxicity of some capacity. And I don't, luckily, I don't see that much anymore. It happens rarer now, but I just wish it just wasn't a thing at all, baseline. Um, like I said, there are criticisms to be had about AMG. They're not perfect. But if you go out and act a fool in ways that negatively infects the rest of the community, that's where I have a problem. So um, take if you're if you are that negative about the game, I don't know why you're still talking about the game on their social media net platform. Like, why are you commenting on the Twitter or Facebook? I get it. Sure, you're probably passionate about a game that more of your friends played in the past and you're trying to still play it and no one around you is playing. Like, sure, I get the frustration. But, I mean, there's a level of, like, moving on. And there's, there's plenty of other games, both board, miniature, card, video game, etc., to enjoy and play with than to waste your time being angry about something. So, um, especially if your anger about it negatively infects people who are enjoying it, right? Don't be mad at people's enjoyment. That's that's my overall point. As I said, luckily, not as common as it used to be. I just wish it just wasn't a thing flat out anymore. And that's that's a great point when you when you brought up uh, new players as well. Not great. Not a great look. I know they cleaned up like the Reddit and they cleaned up some other discords and stuff, um, which is like you said, like we don't really see it much anymore, but the, uh, a bad first impression, you know, uh, for players who we do want to enjoy the game to come in, have some fun with us. What about you, Marcel? What's happening that you wish wasn't? What do you think? Well, I'll say the same one you did, but, um, in reverse which is um when you said what's happening that you wish no actually i think it was um i think it was james that said it uh james you're the one that said that you wish people were having more variety right yeah okay uh, that was so, that was for my what i wanted to see yeah you want to see that's not happening well i'm gonna do the same thing but in inverse i want to go to a tournament and not play against the same four lists, uh, you know, three out of the five rounds. 
sometimes four out of the five rounds. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want. I want to, I want to be able to go to a, you know, a five round tournament and not have four of those be one of the same two lists. Which actually goes back to my shake it up. Shake, shake it, it up. up. Shake it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, like, you know, I like think if, even if I try better. to get like us, even if I try to get us a, a copyright strike for like singing a tune, I sing it so badly that I think it's impossible <laughs> for me to get. It's, it's, it's and now at this point, so it's an artistic interpretation of the song. I no longer yeah. our cover. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, fair enough. I mean, I I definitely understand what you guys are saying. A little bit of shake up, a little bit of uh, variety. Though I think to both your points. Uh, being this like late in the competitive season certainly affects that everyone's prepping for worlds a lot of the meta has been uh quantified i'll say where you can look at ships essential value um more so than its squad cost right i'd be perfectly up. cool if they if they did like a huge shake up like three weeks before worlds oh, i'd man. be completely good oh i would i would love that because then it, it's not only adding how good do you fly, it's adding like how good do you list build, how good do you conceptualize, how good you know do you foresee. I mean, that, at that point, it's like uh, you know, like it tests more of you know. It's not how how good do you prep. You know, it's like when you when you you know when you play another game is like sometimes people can prep very well. Uh, but they may not play as well. Like they may not be as creative, but they have more preparation. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it, 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 I, I think it, it, it exercises different muscles when you have to come up with something uh, more quickly. Uh, although you still have, because even if they shake it up, they're like they're not going to do like a one eighty, but just. A couple things, a couple tiny things more, a couple tiny things less um, is enough to to keep some of the things that were good still good, but also open up the door for some creativity. Mm, interesting. I wonder if they'd ever do like a like a, like a non points shakeup, like all of a sudden. Like every list is twenty one points now. Like how does that shake up everybody's squads? Or I mean, we've been waiting for new scenarios to like have something to do. Um so maybe maybe that could be another avenue they could take. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I think we're all waiting for worlds and then and then who knows at that point, right? Well, beyond the people who are prepping for their qualifiers. Like, example, uh, PAX Unplugged is this weekend. They have That's a true. U.S. World Qualifier this weekend in Philadelphia. That's true. They'll be very excited. But uh, keep an eye out uh, and find out who uh, the winner is. Good luck to anybody traveling out there. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it uh, this year, but hopefully... Uh, we'll be able to plan better in the future. 
and get out to even more qualifiers on uh, the following years. So uh, I think that's enough for tonight, unless I'm missing something. Any final final things I missed from you guys? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> so let's get out of here. Here. I'm sorry, what? And I'm good here. Oh, okay. Yeah, fantastic. We'll be back on Wednesdays. Me and James stream some online games. And, of course, I uh, should be looking for announcements for me streaming the XTC. That's December 9th. Uh, actually, I think it's technically December 8th. It's technically December 8th is when I'll start streaming, but it'll, it'll be mostly very early in the morning, December 9th and 10th. Uh, so, uh, 10 teams compete each, against each other in 10, uh, nine rounds, excuse me. Uh, nine rounds, uh, four on Saturday. Here, sorry, I said it backwards. Four on Sunday, five on Saturday. So join me then. Uh, hopefully, uh, the the early morning won't get to me too bad, but uh, should be very exciting. I'll post more information about that uh, in the future. For now, though, stay safe, stay smart. Cold Squadron out. Thank you to ISO, Danko, Baffle, Trojan, Prophet, Shadow, Tycho, Spice. Raider, Lancer, Fallen, Row 6, 626, Chief, and J-List, our Grand Admiral Patrons. And all of our Gold Squadron patrons and community members, thank you for your support. Gold Squadron, out.